0: I'm certain I've told you this story before, but I'm going to tell it again because it perfectly illustrates how we get so overwhelmed when it comes to business. See, once upon a time, I had a tiny little house with a tiny little kitchen, and the only thing I really wanted in that kitchen was a garbage disposal. I know they're not common in other parts of the world, so if you don't know what a garbage disposal is, it's basically a motor with teeth that sits under your sink. You can put food scraps into it and then just wash them down the drain instead of tossing them into your trash. Anyway, I wanted a garbage disposal. I didn't like having to put food scraps into the trash because then they get pretty smelly and that happens pretty fast, and it's just a lot more convenient for me to put them down the sink. I never got my garbage disposal in that house, and not for the reasons you might think. They're really not very expensive, so it wasn't a cost issue for me. And they're pretty easy to install. I mean, I could have even done it myself, so that wasn't the problem either. The thing that stopped me from getting one was the thought that if I was going to disconnect the sink to install it, then I wanted a new sink. No sense disconnecting it and then putting that same old ugly and scratched up sink back in, right? But then I'd have a shiny new sink sitting on my really nasty countertop. I'd need to replace that too, don't you think? I mean, I can't have a nice new sink and a nice new garbage disposal on that broken and ugly tile countertop. But if I was going to replace the countertop, then what about the cabinets that were sitting underneath it? New countertops on those old, worn out cabinets was just going to look really bad. And if I was going to tear out those nasty old cabinets, then wouldn't it make sense to have the floors redone at the same time? That afternoon project of installing a $200 appliance turned into a $15,000 kitchen remodel. Pretty quickly in my head, and I never did get my garbage disposal. I've been guilty of looking at business projects in the same way, and I'm guessing that some of you have too. What should be a very simple task to set up an opt in offer suddenly becomes an overwhelming project with a complicated funnel and paid ads and tripwires and 37 email follow ups and who knows what else. But it doesn't have to be that way. I could have just installed the garbage disposal and been done. I could have left my old crappy sink there and not put in new counters and new cabinets and new floors to go with it. And you don't have to have all of the pieces in place for your projects either. You can start with what you have and then continue to build it out one step at a time. That's why I created the Online Business Roadmap, and that's why I'm recording this series of podcast episodes about building an online business from scratch. It's my goal to show you that you don't have to do everything at once to give you the steps to follow so that they make sense. This is episode 97 of the Tiny Course Empire podcast, and today we are building on and improving your opt-in offer so that you can turn your subscribers into customers. It's the next step to take. It's not overwhelming. It's not everything. But it is going to let you leverage your list building efforts better. Welcome to the Tiny Course Empire podcast, a weekly show dedicated to helping you launch and grow your digital course business, even if you don't have a big team or a six figure ads budget. We'll help you design smart systems, take consistent action, and achieve massive success on your own terms. Now, here's your host, Cindy Bedar. Hey, it's Cindy, and thank you for spending a few minutes of your day with me. You will find the show notes and the recommended resources for this episode at tinycourseempire.com forward slash ninety seven. While you're there, be sure to hit the subscribe button. New episodes drop every Thursday morning, and next week, we're going to be talking about how to increase your list engagement. In other words, how to get more opens, more clicks, and more sales. But that's next week. This week is all about turning your new subscribers into customers right from the start. So let's go ahead and dive in. Now, you might remember that back in the second episode of this series, which was episode 92 of this podcast, you created a simple opt-in offer. It's nothing fancy. It's just a PDF or an email course with an opt-in form and one welcome email to deliver your freebie. Today we're going to revisit that opt-in offer and we're going to spruce it up a little bit so it's going to be a better asset for you. There are three things that you're going to do to make this happen and it won't take you more than a couple of hours to complete. So this is a really easy lesson or easy episode for you this week. Now the first thing that you're going to do is add a call to action to your opt-in. If it's a PDF file, then you can just add another page to it promoting the product that you created a couple of weeks ago. Remember the one that we made the sales page for last episode or maybe that was two episodes ago? Well, that product, that's what you're going to promote in that freebie. You're going to offer that product right from within your lead magnet And if you've been following along with these steps, that's going to be a really easy sell because the product that you created is the next thing your subscribers need after they download that freebie. Right? So here's what you do. Open up your Word document or your Google doc or your Canva template or wherever you created this PDF. Scroll down to the last page and add a quick call to action. You don't have to do anything fancy here steal a bit of copy from your sales page, maybe the headline and a couple of bullet points and include a button or a link that says something like click here to learn more or click here to get your copy or click here to download or something like that. Don't overthink it. I feel like I've said that a lot in this series, but it's really important. Overthinking is how you get stuck. It's how you stay stuck. It's why I never had a garbage disposal in that that first house. Remember, you are not carving in stone here. You can always go back and update this later. You can always make your call to action stronger. You can always put a button instead of a link. You can add graphics or testimonials. You can do anything you want with it, and you can do all of that later. For now, just get something, some kind of call to action that points to your paid product. Just get that on the page. That's all we're doing right now. Then you're going to save it as a PDF. And take one step and make sure that that link works because sometimes PDFs break links. So make sure it still works for you after you save it as a PDF. Then you're going to upload it to Google Drive or to Dropbox or wherever you're storing your lead magnets. Grab the public link just like you did back in episode 92, and then go into your welcome email and update that link so people get the right file when they subscribe. That's the first thing you do update your freebie to include that call to action, save it as a PDF again, and remember to check your links, then upload it to wherever you're keeping your freebies. And finally, make sure you change the link that's in your welcome email so it points to the correct version. If instead you created an email course back in episode 92, then the only thing you have to do is go into each email of the course, whether you wrote three or five or seven or whatever, But go into each email and add a PS at the bottom for your call to action. You can write something like, PS, do you want to fast track your photography skills? Check out my digital guide to professional lighting on a budget. It will instantly transform your shots from so-so to stunning. Then add a link to your sales page. You can use the same PS in every single email of the series too. So just copy and paste and you are done. Okay, so you've moneyed up your freebie, as my friend Nicole Dean would say. Now let's give your new subscribers a chance to buy before they even see your freebie. We're gonna do this with what's called a tripwire, and it's really easy to get set up. The first thing you're gonna do is make a copy of your sales page. You don't wanna use the existing version of your sales page for this because we need to add a little bit of text at the top so it makes sense for your email subscribers. And seeing that will not make sense to people who land on that page from other places. So make a copy of your sales page. Then you're going to edit it so it says something at the very top like, thank you for requesting my free guide to taking better photos with your iPhone. That's going to land in your email inbox in just a few minutes. While you wait, check out my latest lighting guide below. So people who see this after they subscribe are going to understand what they're seeing. They're going to understand that the free guide they requested is on its way and they're going to have something else to do while they wait. Everything else on the page can stay the same. Then you're going to publish that page, grab the link to it, and then in your email platform where you set up the thank you page for your new subscribers, you're going to make this the new thank you page. So your subscriber flow is going to look like this. They land on your opt-in page. They're interested in your freebie. They enter your email or their email and they click the submit button. This new page, the copy of your sales page, is the very next thing they should see after they click the submit button. So they're no longer going to see the thank you page that says, go check your email. They're going to see this new version of your sales page instead. Now the exact steps to set this up are going to depend on the page builder and the email provider that you're using, so check their documentation if you need help knowing where to add the link to this page. If you're a Six Figure Systems member, you can consult both the Tripwire toolkit and the Optin Funnel Quick Start Guide for more information about setting up your opt-in offers and using Tripwires in your funnels. And if you're not a member, well, first of all, You you totally should be, but also I'll link to all of these resources in the show notes and you can pick up whatever you need there. That brings us to the final step, and that is to add some promotional emails to your follow-up sequence. A follow-up sequence or an email funnel is just a short series of emails that go out over a few days or weeks after someone has opted in for your lead magnet or your freebie. You've already created one email, the welcome email, that goes out right away. Now that you have a product to sell, you can create a few more emails to send to those same people to promote your product. And here's why this is important. It it is all about the difference between broadcast emails and autoresponders. So let's get clear on what that difference is before we go any further. A broadcast email is what you send out when you log into your email platform, you write an email and you click send. So these are the emails that hopefully you are sending out twice a week to your subscribers with information about your products, with information about the content you're creating, whatever, you, whatever system you set up back a few episodes ago when we first talked about creating your email list. But an autoresponder is different. These are your funnel emails or your follow-up sequence, and they don't depend on you logging in and hitting the send button. They go out on a schedule that you set ahead of time. For example, you might decide that you want your welcome email to go out right away, as it should, and that then you want to follow up two days later and then again in two days, and then one more time two days after that. That's a four email sequence or four email autoresponder And everyone who joins your list, whether it's today or next week or next year, will get those emails in the exact order. When you're promoting a paid product, this difference between autoresponders and broadcast emails is really important. When you promote something with a series of broadcast emails, only the people who are on your list at that moment will see them. The people who subscribe next week will never have the opportunity to read them. But if you take those same emails and you add them to an autoresponder or to a funnel follow-up sequence, then everyone who joins your list will get them. That's why these follow-up sequences matter so much when it comes to growing your business. They're an automated sales machine that doesn't depend on you actively promoting anything. They're just hanging out there in the background doing their job for you. Now, here's how I recommend you get started with your follow-up sequence. You're going to write three emails promoting your product. The first one you already have if you've been following along because you wrote it when you created your sales page. If you remember in that episode, I recommended that you send an announcement out to your email list about your new product. Take that email and make it the next email in your follow-up funnel. It should go out a day or two after the welcome email. Make sure that you read through it and remove any time or date specific information since people will get this email at any time of the year. You don't want to be talking about putting up your Christmas decorations and somebody receives the email in the spring. That would be kind of awkward. So fix any time or date related information and then just copy and paste it into a new email and schedule it to go out a day or two after your welcome email. If you wrote more than one promotional email, You can add them all to this funnel in the same way. If you only wrote one, you're going to want to sit down and write at least two more to fill out the funnel. And honestly, you should be doing that anyway because one email is not enough to make a sale. People need to be reminded, people need to hear about your products in different ways at different times. And not everyone is going to read every single email you send. So it's always a good idea to send multiple emails about the same product. Even though you feel like you're repeating yourself, just keep in mind that people don't read all of your emails, so you probably aren't. They're probably not hearing the same thing from you a dozen times, even though it might feel like it. Now, there are lots of ways to write promotional emails. If you are new to writing these, don't make it harder than it has to be. Keep it simple. You can write an email about why you created the product. You can write about the problems that it solves for people. You can share tips for using it. You can share testimonials. You can highlight specific features and benefits and expand on them some more. There are a lot of ways to write promo emails without feeling icky or salesy about it. I have a template pack that will help you get started if you need it, and I'll link to that in the show notes. Or if you are in Six Figure Systems, It's in your dashboard. It's called opt-in funnel follow ups because I'm terrible at naming things, but that's pretty straightforward. It tells you exactly what it is. It is a series of email follow up templates that you can copy and paste and tweak to make them your own. Now, if you're not sure how to schedule your autoresponder emails properly, you're going to consult the help files for the platform that you're using. They're all pretty simple to set up pretty straightforward, but each one is a little bit different. So I can't tell you here exactly how to do that. So that's your homework for this episode and hopefully it won't take you very long to complete. Step one is to update your lead magnet with a call to action. Don't forget to change the link in your welcome email so new subscribers get the updated version and not the old version. Step two is to create a tripwire page by duplicating your sales page And adding a little note at the top then you want to make sure that your opt-in thank-you page is set to this new sales page so that new subscribers see it automatically after they opt-in and then finally write a few promotional emails and add them to your email funnel follow-up or to your autoresponder whatever we're calling it and feel free to repurpose the promo emails you've already written because only new subscribers will see these you don't have to worry about people you already sent them to getting them again, although there's not really anything wrong with that either. We'll talk about that another day. So pretty short and sweet today, but super impactful when it comes to leveraging your time and your energy. This, these few changes will make it so that your lead magnet is working harder for you and bringing in sales, even when you are not actively promoting. Now it's your turn. If you have questions or comments, or if you just want to show off your lead magnet, click over to tinycourseempire.com forward slash 97 and leave me a comment. I would love to hear from you. And could you do me a favor? If you are enjoying the show, if you're getting something out of it, if it's helping you to grow your business, would you pop over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening and leave me a rating and review that helps the algorithms know that I am creating valuable content? and hopefully they will then show it to more people. That's the best way to help the podcast grow. That's it for me this week. I will be back next week to talk about how you can improve your overall email marketing. So be sure to be subscribed so that you don't miss that episode. Like I said, new episodes drop every Thursday morning. Have a terrific rest of your day and I will talk to you all again next week. If you like what you hear on the Tiny Course Empire podcast, you're gonna love all of the courses and workshops and support you'll find inside Six Figure Systems. That's my monthly program where we dig into online marketing for regular people like you and me. We don't do big launches, we don't have the big headaches and we don't have the big expenses that come with them. Instead, we focus on creating repeatable, sustainable systems that continue to grow over time and that don't suck up all of our energy or require a 10-person team to manage. You can come see what we're all about at SixFigureSystems.com and I'll see you on the inside.